Hello everyone and welcome to today's podcast where we're going to jump into 2024 together. In today's episode, I explore the ideas strengthening me for the year ahead, sharing both my personal goals as well as the creative aspirations that will underpin the podcast as the first quarter unfolds. Before doing so though, here's some news to round off 2023. Firstly, as followers here know, last week I had the first cinema screening of my new documentary, The Isolation Diaries. I'm really happy to report that it sold out and that I'm making the film available to listeners of the podcast for the next weeks. So if interested, please see the link in the show notes for more details. The second is that we have some great guests lined up for 2024. I've four already recorded for season two and we're going to start 2024 with a bang. Finally, thank you all so much for the support as I've kicked off this podcast in 2023. Podcasting is an unforgiving game, but I've been kept so motivated by you, my brilliantly supportive community of listeners. We're finishing the year on a high two with a top 100 placement in both the Italian and South African Apple podcast charts. I don't know where you're all coming from, but I'm forever grateful, guys. So if you're ready, then let's dive into today's episode. Sitting down to write this podcast, I asked myself, what do I need to hear most? 2024 is upon us, fangs bared and dressed with desperate menace. I know that New Year's Day arrives as its own challenge. If you're like me, it's one of shell shock. We've feasted while seeing out the final part of the year and then celebrated the coming of the new. And yet, when we wake up on the first, We're suddenly deprived of the eagerness, gusto and confidence we felt amidst the swirl and madness of the night before. It's funny how our fearlessness before all things new suddenly deserts us when faced with a grey dawn, a beating head and the looming scepter of starting again. Perhaps that's why we so often fail with our resolutions at New Year. It's not that we don't have the capacity for starting new things. It's that we feel burdened at having to do it on an agenda. And perhaps there is no day less in the year when we actually feel like starting something new than on the 1st of January. Knowing all these feelings so well myself, today's podcast is instead a message to the part of myself that needs to hear this most. Because what I need is a map as I venture out into the unknown. Today, I want to call upon the best of myself to face it, to outline not where I'm going, but the attitude with which I hope to face it. I trust that by sharing this, you might discover some ideas, encouragement and inspiration as well, my friends. Because whether we like it or not, the future is here before us. The only question is how are we going to face it? So here are my 10 resolutions. Resolution one, commit to renewal. So here's the thing guys, despite the void, despite the worry, despite how damn uncool this may be, I believe in New Year. I know it's become trendy to look at it through weary and cynical eyes, as if New Year's resolutions are yet another commodified idea like Christmas. Do not let your resolution be hijacked by the cynics. Whether or not we like it, New Year's Day is an opportunity. And it's an opportunity not just because it comes around once a year, but precisely because we have to confront reality, grey, harsh and daunting as it may be. For me, 
New Year's Day is my yearly plunge pool, where I get to shock off my dead skin, where I get to forgive myself, where I get to choose between cowering before my life or fronting up to each and every aspect, ominous and terrifying as it sometimes appears. So the first thing I have to say is this, no matter what has been, here is your opportunity. If there's one thing I've learned in my life is that your life does not have to be as it has been. I know we lose faith. I know we doubt ourselves. I know that despite our best efforts, we feel it always damn well lands in the same place. Yet, there is good stuff out there for us. All I know is that when you resolve with every aspect of your being to start fixing the details of your life one by one, you see progression. It doesn't happen immediately. It's an investment you make. And though you do not see results quickly, you do reap rewards from a renewed attitude. And it's your attitude as much as anything which determines the course of your life. It is New Year's Day and this is my first resolution. I am committing to renewal. Resolution two, keep moving forward. New Year's Day is the true equinox, when we move from what has been into what will be. I cherish these moments when the past and the future are in harmony. Perhaps we avoid the feeling New Year's Day brings because it asks us to be in this moment. For many of us, the moment feels deeply uncomfortable. Our lives are not where we want them to be. All we realize that having been exactly where we wanted to be, it no longer fits. Something has been speaking to us, but we have ignored this voice. What version of you is calling you? Why not today listen to that voice? Whoever convinced you that becoming who you might be is an impossibility? We shut off from the idea of New Year because we transpose our own illusion and our own disappointment onto it. New Year is not about transformation itself. It's about the commitment to go after it, like a man whose head is on fire seeks water. People who say nothing changes on New Year's Day do so because they're so desperately disappointed that nothing does change on New Year's Day. But it's not about transformation. It's about one's commitment to go towards it. My life changes every New Year's Day. Because despite the pain, and despite the hurt, the failure and the disappointment, I choose to go again. I cannot control the fates. I cannot ask life to give me what I want. But I can vow before it that whatever it throws at me, I will choose to become who I can be, irrespective of how that happens to play out. I will get into the ring. I will take the blows. And when I go down, I will get up again. And then, counter-strike. As Rocky Balboa puts it, it's not about how hard you hit, it's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much can you take and keep moving forward? It's New Year's Day, and this is my second resolution. I will keep moving forward. Resolution three, double down. 
In December, I finished my documentary, The Isolation Diaries. Though there is more work to do on the project as a whole, such as the vinyl and the book, it was a critical milestone for me. Why? Because I earned the invitation to my future. I know many of you will find yourselves right in the heart of big projects as the new year begins. And I know that it can feel like a terrible weight to begin a new year with the burden of much still unfinished. So before I get into my own resolutions, a word for you guys, double down. At the beginning of 2023, I felt so weighed down by the isolation diaries. I was already three years into it and I wondered if it would consume me for the rest of my life. The reason I'm here a year later with a completed film is that I doubled down. I resolved that no matter what it took, I would get the damn thing finished by year's end. It doesn't matter if a project takes far longer than you think. What matters is that you first forgive yourself and then you apply yourself. For me, it took an extra year than I anticipated. I go into 2024 finally with a clean slate and with the peace of having completed something. Believe me, it's worth it. Double down. It's New Year's Day and this is my third resolution. I will double down on my life. Resolution four, start with the difficulty. All of us are trying to build something in life. And the reality is that for most of us, growth is desperately slow and change is incredibly hard to manifest. We make it much harder for ourselves by refusing to ever quite accept these conditions though. So in 2024, why not start there? Not in the rejection of the difficulty, but choosing it as the starting point. I know it seems unintuitive, but fronting up to the fact that life is difficult somehow lightens it. For me, it has taken a hard erosion of the dreams of my younger self to arrive at this point. The version of me that needed something from the world that was desperate to prove myself to it and that craved real world success as a surrogate for the enormous pain I was in, those needs were eroded by life, one by one. In its place, something was sculpted. That is, a human fronting up to life as it is, and in doing so, finding not just a different form of courage, but a deeper sense of self. It's New Year's Day, and this is my fourth resolution. I will start with the difficulty. Resolution five, build the opportunity. At this point, I want to outline some resolutions which are more specific to my life, but which I hope, through sharing, might offer some ideas or inspiration for your own. One of the paradoxes of my 2023 is that I went into it determined to get to grips with the modern world. I'd spent my creative life making albums in the age of singles and documentaries in the age of Snapchat. I knew that I'd developed skills, expertise and a degree of creative authority, but I'd done it at the expense of adapting to how the modern world was developing. So I spent 2023 learning about the opportunities in the digital economy, exploring how I could create content in a meaningful way and setting my mind to the struggles faced by modern artists. Yet despite my best efforts, I fell into a very old pattern. I was insanely busy with my video and photography business and once again somehow found myself working on another documentary. 
None of this was lost time, and I've sharpened my knowledge on many fronts, especially through my newsletter and the podcast. But the price was workaholism. As someone who has deep reservations about grind culture, I ended up working hours that would make many of its advocates cry. What I've done, though, is buy myself two freedoms. First of all, I have a window of time where I can cut back on my client work. And second, I've completed the documentary. In this space, I want to explore something I've been trying to get to for years, the bite-sized format. So my next resolution for 2024 sounds unusual for me to say aloud, but I don't want to take on heavy, long-term projects. In a world which asks you to chase every opportunity, I will be countering it with a doomsday no. One thing I've learned is that when you become very skilled at what you do, the world will want it for its own needs. The booby trap is that what you are best at becomes the very thing which pulls you away from your own path. Guard that potential at all costs. It's New Year's Day and this is my fifth resolution. I will replace the opportunity that is offered for the opportunity I build. Resolution six, no creation without distribution. Despite how busy I've been in 2023, I've made great inroads towards what I want to do in 2024. I've not just got my newsletter and podcast going, but managed not to miss a publishing date for either. I've cracked a process where I keep consistent with publishing, even when I'm under immense professional pressure. Where I've fallen down, however, has been in distribution. By distribution, I don't mean publishing. The newsletter and the podcast always go out on schedule. However, I've not managed to capitalise on the tremendous effort I put into each by distributing the ideas across social media in bite-sized form. So in 2024, I want to use the long-form content I create much more effectively. To do this means improving the system I've been gradually working on for the last year. The key adaption I'll make in 2024 is to use Fridays purely for distribution. That means mining my long-form content like newsletters, podcasts and videos for short-form content and scheduling it for the week ahead. My realisation is that to be an effective content creator, one must be willing to learn from automation practices that you find in business and industry. To be creating all the time is ultimately ineffective. You have to work as equally on how it is distributed. Because I want to build this as a one-person business, i.e. as a solopreneur, a key step for me now is refining this approach myself. It's New Year's Day and this is my sixth resolution. There will be no creativity in 2024 without effective distribution. Resolution 7. Fail like hell at YouTube. They always tell you that you should never announce what you intend to do. What if you fail? Well, here you go, guys. It's 2024 and I intend to fail like hell. It will be a badge I wear with pride. For me, my life can be split into two chapters professionally. In the first, I was desperate to succeed and failed like hell. In the second, I had the guts to fail and things started to really move forward. I will always love that scene in Good Will Hunting when he says, Why are you so fucking afraid to fail? Now specifically, I want to tell you what I intend to fail at and how I intend to fail at it. Okay, deep breath. YouTube. 
I've become increasingly interested in YouTube as a platform since I started watching it while living alone during the pandemic. I made a couple of attempts to have a shot at it, none of which I stuck to. The experience of learning how to be consistent with the newsletter and the podcast has taught me three invaluable lessons though. The first is that you need to have a repeatable format. That is a theme which you can return to each week and with a new perspective. The second is that you need to be really serious about giving it a go. To create traction nowadays online takes commitment. The third, and I think this is the most important, is that you have to be willing to fail like hell. I struggle with this most of all. To do YouTube, you have to be willing to fail consistently and you have to be willing to do it very publicly. A few factors have changed my perspective on it though. First, I want to have fun. I like ideas, cameras, tech, making stuff, but I really love creativity, learning and giving back. Maybe I'm deluded, but I feel that there's something I can do on the platform. I've just never quite figured out how. Secondly, it feels like now or never for me. I've bought myself this window of opportunity next year where I can once again prioritise my own work. I want to try to build something or rather at least know I gave it a committed shot. So here we go guys, it's New Year's Day and this is my seventh resolution. I'm going to give YouTube a crack and I'm going to do it by daring to fail like hell. Resolution eight, keep learning. I started this podcast because I wanted to learn more about business and because I wanted to share what I've learned about creativity. In one, I felt like a novice and in the other, I've developed some expertise. What I hadn't expected was how much starting a podcast would deepen my knowledge of each. What people don't talk about with podcasting is that it puts you back to university. You're suddenly studying all the time, alive to ideas and looking at things constantly in a new way. Not only do you research the guests you speak with, but you also get to have a masterclass with each of them in person. It's easy to get a little cynical as you get older, but one of the ways you counter this is to keep learning. Not only is the reward in your own growth, but also the joy of passing on what you learn along the way. If you're struggling with social media content for 2024, take a step back. Rather than viewing it as a platform demanding endless creativity, consider it instead as an online logbook for your ideas. Knowledge is like an icebreaker breaking through ice in the Arctic. It's not always easy to be at the forefront, but you have the joy of making it easier for someone just behind you. Then, when they break out and find their own way, you find you have an alternate route in case you get stuck too. It's New Year's Day and this is my eighth resolution. I'm going to keep learning every day and I'm going to share what I discover with whoever might need to hear it too. Resolution nine, back myself. One of the reasons I'm pulling back from my freelance film and photography work in 2024 is that it's time to back myself. I'm entering the third stage of my professional life. The first decade was as a musician, the second as a freelancer, and now I want to build a business. What I realized in 2023 was that though I was learning so much about business, I wasn't able to implement it. Simply put, I was just too damn busy. It's hard to create new patterns when dominated by old ones. It's a paradox, but I've realized that I need to do less in order to do more. 
My life has been such a juggle that I feel stretched on all fronts. It's been a rewarding juggle, one that I'm glad for, but it's not sustainable. At some point, you have to choose your path and walk down it. So in 2024, I plan to build out the foundations of my future life and lay the keystones of my business. That will involve implementing much of what I've learned this year, the first step of which you can see in the notes to this podcast. You eagle-eyed solopreneurs out there will spot that what I've created is my first lead magnet. And special thanks to Nathaniel Hall, who I commissioned to help me with this. One of the things I've learned through the podcast is the importance not just of a newsletter, but using smart tactics to grow it. It's for that reason that I've taken the somewhat radical step of using my documentary, The Isolation Diaries, as my first lead magnet. So hands up, guys, you caught me out. The film is available in exchange for signing up for the newsletter. It's probably the first case in history where a documentary can be viewed in exchange for an email address. But I want to think differently, and I love the idea of really giving something of worth in exchange for bringing those interested deeper into my ecosystem. My calculation is twofold, and I want to be transparent with you about this, as I know many of you are also exploring how to build out your businesses in 2024. So first, by offering a piece of work which I hope you will value very deeply, I strengthen my authority as a creative voice of worth in your life. Second, by pulling you deeper into my ecosystem, that is via email, I will have the chance to make you my bigger offer later in the year, that is, my first digital course. I know I'm making a bold play by offering the documentary as a lead magnet. In terms of revenue, sure, I might lose 10 bucks that you might pay later in the year when it's released. But if I win your interest in what I create in the future, that is a digital course, then I believe that's a bet worth making. Something I've learned from the arts is that in a world of cheap products and hustling, there is no asset deeper than authentic trust. I want to give my supporters maximum value in any way they give me their time. I believe that by doing so, I can, in turn, create a sustainable business. I've been in the arts long enough to know that I would do this for the rest of my life for free. But I want to do it better, and that means I need to build a business so that I can finally spend more time giving the value that I believe I can bring. It's New Year's Day, and this is my ninth resolution. I'm going to have the guts to back myself. Resolution 10, wrestle with the musical gods. My final resolution for 2024 is to open up my musical heart. I've been very open that keeping my musical life going has been a lifelong challenge. After screening the Isolation Diaries, my great friend and local icon, the musician Dennis Home, came up to me and said, Jim, these songs are great. Why aren't you playing them? Sorry, Dean, for the bad accent. It struck me in the heart, though, because the very route that I've taken to keep my musical life alive has led me into semi-retirement from it. What a paradox that to keep what you most love going means, in part, forsaking it. And yet I've never forsaken it. Sometimes I've even tried to, but the songs kept coming. And I promised the musical gods that as long as the songs kept coming, I would keep putting them out. In February, I will release the fifth EP of The Isolation Diaries, bringing the release studio recordings from the project to 20 songs. Not bad from a retired guy. 
but Dean's words live with me. I don't know what's next for me musically. In a battle to get the film made and to fulfill my contracts for my film work, I've hardly been able to play at all. And it pains me to say, but when I pick up the guitar again next year, it will be as a beginner. But that, my friends, is how we fight for our dreams, by having the guts to start again, by making the decision to howl into the void, to let it be known to the gods that we are not done yet. If there is a connection between my spirit and the place in the spheres where the music lives, I will go after it and I will capture it and I will follow it. I will once again follow the absurdity of the dream because I know that though it will never be exactly what you want from it, it will nonetheless shape you into the version of you that it seeks to summon. That's the point. It's New Year's Day and this is my 10th resolution. For better or worse, I will once again wrestle with the musical gods.